Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Boschel. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. So I'm starting today to talk uh, on the subject from chaos to order. And you will see how this ties in with divine supernatural acceleration. Because if we are going to see what God has in mind for us, we're going to see it God's way. So we have to bring God's order into our lives. I'm not talking about religious order. I'm talking about God's order, doing things the way God does things. So let's lay a foundation this morning. I believe 2023 is going to be a year of divine supernatural acceleration as we allow God's order in our lives by yielding to the Holy Spirit and building our lives upon the Word of God. In Genesis chapter 1, in the beginning, the greatest acceleration ever. And I believe in a six-day creation, okay? I don't believe it took God six billion years to create the heavens and the earth. I believe the Bible when it says on the first day, it was a 24 hour day because the sun came up and the sun went down 24 hours. So you wanna talk about supernatural acceleration. We're gonna talk about that this morning and see how God creates something beautiful, orderly, something awesome out of chaos, out of darkness, out of emptiness, out of a wasteland and you sit here this morning maybe watching on television and your life is in a barren state you are in a wasteland things are chaotic in your life you're in the right place this morning because God specializes to bring something beautiful out of chaos and we're going to see it in South Africa as well amen can I have an agreement so we talk about our personal lives but we are not going to talk about the darkness and we're not going to talk about the chaos We're going to see what God expects from us at this hour to change the chaos in South Africa and in our own lives. Because something has to be done, amen. Uh, I mean, when God started in the beginning, He didn't say, oh, the chaos, the chaos, the chaos. He didn't have a committee meeting and talk about the darkness. He didn't uh, talk about the emptiness and the chaotic mess he was facing. He came with solutions and he came with answers. So I'm going to show you today that in chaos lies tremendous opportunity. In chaos lies new beginning. So in the beginning, 2023, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and there was darkness on the face of the earth. Crime, abortion, unemployment, no lights. Thank you, Eskam. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. There's the key. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. I'm gonna say it and run ahead of myself. I don't care how bad your darkness, I do care. I don't care how chaotic your situation is, I do care. 
But we're not going to talk about the chaos in our lives. We're not going to voice, go around nursing, cursing and rehearsing the chaos in our life. We're not going to talk about the darkness. We're not going to talk about the wasteland. Come on. We're not going to talk about the barrenness. We're not going to talk about our frustration. We're not going to talk about our mishaps. We are going to talk about what God promises for us, a future and a hope. God says, I know the thoughts I think towards you. Thoughts of peace are not of you. Oh, come on, give the Lord a praise. Come on. Get that holiday fatigue out of you and give the Lord a mighty praise today. Hallelujah. So the living Bible says, when God began began creating the heavens and the earth, the earth was shapeless and a chaotic mess. With the Spirit of God brooding over the dark vapors, then God said, let there be light and light appeared. And God was pleased with it and divided the light from the darkness. I, I want to say, and you have to hear me this morning, God will have the final say in your life, in your marriage, in your business, and in South Africa. So let's talk about going from chaos to order. How many of you like chaos? <laughs> hey, listen, COVID brought a lot of chaos. How many of you embrace chaos? You better learn to embrace chaos. Okay, we're going to talk about that. Because chaos presents opportunity for creativity. Chaos presents opportunity for new beginnings. Chaos presents opportunities for a new birth. Chaos presents opportunity for God to step in because whenever there is chaos and darkness, the Spirit of God is brooding over that situation, ready to create a new world for you in Jesus' Name. If you focus on what God has in mind for you, So chaos or order creates stability. We all crave, right? We don't like the potholes, do we? And we shouldn't. We don't like the fact that there is no electricity and we should not. Because that's not God. God is not a God of confusion and chaos. God is a God of order. We don't like the chaos that people don't have jobs. We don't like the chaos of corruption. We don't like it. And we never should be comfortable with it because it's out of order. It's not God's kingdom order. So we are going to see God's kingdom order come to South Africa. We are going to see this chaotic mess turn into order in South Africa. Say amen in Jesus' name. So chaos creates the opportunities for change we need. So uh, we're not going to complain about ISCOM. We are going to... Um, become creative and we are going to challenge our Minister of Mineral Resources to allow the exploration of gas as an alternative source of energy in ways that are safe to the environment. We are not going to allow the tree huggers from outside of South Africa to fund their agenda and keep our people in poverty. We have all the resources we need in South Africa to build a better South Africa. And we have to wake up to the reality that we have the resources, we have the people, and we have to take charge. There's enough oil offshore to fund the whole economy of South Africa. By the way, these are facts. I've sat with the top people in in the industry. These are facts. There's enough gas to provide heat for the whole of South Africa. There's enough energy. So we don't have to be reliant on ESCOM. 
I'm not having a go at Eskom or our government. I'm saying with chaos comes opportunity and there's opportunity. And there are some people that are trying to stop these opportunities in our country. So we are going to stand up as a church and we are going to challenge not just poverty. We are going to challenge the welfare for the people of South Africa and insist that there will be social justice. Come on, that people will have food security because chaos presents opportunity. We can all go around and talk about the chaos, the chaos, the chaos. No, we are different. We have God in us. We were created in the image of God. We have the spirit of dominion, not the spirit of rollover. We have the spirit of taking charge, not the spirit of being under defeat. We are not defeated. We are the head and not the tail. This is our time, the Bible says, where the saints of God will possess the kingdom. Come on, this is the time for the church of Jesus to take over and to be a major role player in the next two years to change the chaos in this nation. Say amen, come on. Okay, I'm, I'm talking about the bigger picture because it affects us all and then I'll get to your life. But there are solutions. Everybody say solutions. There are opportunities. Everybody say opportunities because chaos presents opportunity. We should never become one of those civil servants that fall asleep behind a counter and we think we're doing somebody a favour to serve them. We should be part of the solution to bring order wherever we are, to fix the leak in the roof, to fix the tile, to make sure our country is run decently and in order. And the church should be the example. Amen, spearhead. So you're not going to find a broken glass on this property or something out of place. And if you do, report it. Because rot sets in bit by bit. God's a God of order. He's a God of progress. He's a God of excellence. We are going to accelerate with laziness. We're not going to accelerate by accepting disorder as the status quo. As a matter of fact, disorder demotivates everybody. Another pothole. Oh, we're going to change it. I said we're going to change it. Come on. Because what you allow, you, 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 you empower. We are going to change it. We're going to see South Africa change by the glory of God. Say amen today. Come on. It's not a political speech. This is affecting all of you. So order is explored territory and it's stability and structure which we all need. You need to raise your, your family with order. You need to have order in your personal life. We are created in God's image who did everything in excellence. And no person in tune with God can be comfortable with chaos in any form of shape. And no person walking with God is prepared to accept any form of chaos in any area of their lives. Because God brings order. So chaos is the unexplored territory. It is the things and situations we don't understand and seem to, and seem to have no control over. But we do have control. If we have control over ourselves, we have control over external circumstances. We all love order, but listen, order is never enough because constant order leads to complacency, lack of creativity, 
passivity. So sometimes God will allow events in your life to bring what you see as chaos. And at times you have to embrace that chaos. Not cynically, but embrace it, seeing an opportunity for God to move. Does it make sense to you? Sometimes we are forced to leave the present order for what seems chaos, or I want to say the unknown, the unpredictable, because that's where God wants you, out there in the unknown. God wants you to walk by faith. God wants you to explore new territory for Him. God doesn't want you to be a happy camper. He wants you happy, but He wants you to be a climber. God wants you to possess territory. Come on. The saints of the kingdom will possess the territory. The saints of the kingdom. Come on. One of the words God said to me in, 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 in Joshua chapter 1, it's time for His people to cross over with dominion and with determination with deliberate action. It's time to take over. No longer talk about your chaos. No longer talk about your setbacks. But it's time for you to get up in the Name of Jesus Christ. Shake yourself loose and get on with the future that God has for you. Come on, somebody give the Lord a pray. Just do a little bit something that you haven't done in church before. The, the little eagle has to be kicked out of the nest. Whether you created your own chaos, it doesn't matter. If you turn to God, things are going to be okay. Even if other people created your chaos, maybe symptoms in your body, I don't know. But I want to tell you that God is with you. And I want to tell you that God's not going to abandon you. Because as in the beginning, when there was a chaotic mess and there was darkness, who was there? The Spirit of God. Oh, hallelujah. The presence of God was hovering. God was brooding over that, what seemed to be an impossible situation to create a new world, to create new order. One word empowered by the Spirit of God can change your whole situation. We'll get into that in a moment. So in chaos, there are vital things to learn. I love watching intelligent people debate because most people don't know what they talk about. They just rant on social media. I love intelligent people who debate intelligently, who don't debate merely from their point of view, but who have a bigger understanding, not just of their personal lives, not of their community and their family only, but of the world they find themselves in to understand the bigger picture. Because you'll never understand yourself if you don't understand the bigger world you find yourself in. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but you have to understand everything to be able to come to an informed conclusion. Not Bryflays, Rugby in Sonskane, in Nozitni Chevrolet, in Nozit Toyota, in Yejaupini, in Regierung is funny hell, in Eskom is funny devil, in Niemnienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienienien
to be touched by a move of God. I need change in this whole country. I need poverty alleviated from this country for crime to be eradicated from this country. I cannot live in my little corner with my name is Jimmy, bless me, Kimmy, and I think everything is gonna be okay. Everything is not gonna be okay, my brother. You better buy your plane ticket for Australia or New Zealand or Canada and make your plans to immigrate. Or you are gonna be somebody that's gonna stay and you're gonna say, I'm gonna be part of the solution. I'm gonna bring God's order to my world, God's order to my business. God's order to my suburb. I'm going to engage. I'm going to get involved. I'm tired of this chaos and confusion. I'm not just going to be a gossiper and a critic. I'm going to be a changer, a world shaper, a history maker. Oh, come on, CRC. That's why we were born in Jesus' name. Shout amen. By not engaging, you are giving other people the power to decide on your behalf. So God engaged with the darkness. God engaged with the shapeless, void world that He faced. Think about it. And out of this chaotic mess, God shaped exactly what He wanted. Are you listening to me? He didn't frame the chaos. He framed the world He wanted with the words of His mouth and by the presence of the power of the Holy Spirit. Every time you talk about your chaos, you give that chaos more power in your life. I'm gonna say it again. You won't see God calling a committee meeting in heaven and saying, oh, how great is the chaos? How great is the chaos? And, and if we're not careful, that's exactly what we do. We just talk about the chaos. And you don't realize there's life and death in the power of our tongues. And every time you speak negatively, you empower yourself to think negatively. And you, 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 you cancel yourself from being part of the solution. Are you listening? So we are different in the world, not of the world. So we want to see God's order. We have to live in the way God created us to be. That means we have to put sentiment and emotion and feeling subject to God's Word. I don't feel there's a future in South Africa. Who cares what you feel? I'm sure many of those angels, when they were there in the beginning, thought, oh my word, what are we going to do? How great is the darkness? How great is the darkness? But God stepped up. Hallelujah. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. The Spirit of God was there. The Spirit of God was hovering. The Spirit of God was brooding. The Spirit of God was ready to create what God wanted. But the Spirit of God needed God the Father to say, let there be light. And there was light in Jesus' Name. Come on, shout Amen. So in chaos, there are vital things to learn. In chaos, there are many opportunities. You've gone through a chaotic relationship. You've gone through a chaotic season in your business. It's time for a new beginning. You say, how? Same way God created order out of this chaotic mess. You see, people give up on you when you're in a chaotic mess. God doesn't. People give up on you when your emotions fall apart. God, God doesn't. People give up on you when you get uh, stuck in a bad place. God doesn't. 
because His presence is there. You need to hear me this morning. 2023, God's presence is there. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. David said, even if I ascend in the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, you are there. God's going to create something beautiful out of your life. Listen, if you are facing chaos this morning, you better get ready for God to do something beautiful, for God to create a new world in your life, for God to turn your barrenness into fruitfulness, for God to turn your sorrow into joy. You better get ready for God to turn your darkness into light. Oh, shout amen in Jesus' name. You better get ready because God is brooding by His Spirit, ready to create a new world for you. To create something beautiful out of something, out of nothingness, out of a wasteland. Your business a wasteland, your life a wasteland. Things around you, barren, bare, deserted, dark. God says, I will turn your chaos into order. And that is heaven's order, not religious order. Life, joy, peace, abundance, happiness, order progress. Are you kidding me this morning? That's what God wants to do for you because that's what God did in the book of Genesis when there was nothing. We see God step in and I believe God's going to step into your life in 2023. If you believe it, say amen. God's going to step in your child's life. God's going to step into your spouse's life. God's going to step into your business. God's going to step into our country because when God moves, there ain't no power on earth that can stop Him. In Jesus' name. Come on, man, say amen. As in Engels can say amen, he say amen. Amen, but take a lot of two beers. So in chaos, sometimes the move is chaotic. Moving from one, one hospital to the other hospital. Relocating, losing your job. But there's new opportunity. See it as opportunity. Retrenchment. God's got something better for me. God is brooding. But your attitude is, 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 is vital as to your progress in what God has for you. So it, 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 listen, it presents opportunities for growth, which requires change. We all say change is inevitable, but very few of us like to change. So chaos forces you to change. This COVID pandemic forced every pastor to look at things differently. It forced us to be more innovative and more creative. <laughs> I spoke to a minister the other day and he said to me, this COVID has exposed how people don't really love God. I said, uh-uh. This COVID exposed how weak the shepherds were and how the shepherds abandoned the sheep. The fault lies not with the sheep. The fault lies with the shepherds that abandoned. Don't say the COVID exposed that people don't truly love Jesus Christ. No. You leave sheep by themselves, they will stray. That's why we fought that devil. Nothing good about COVID except that it revealed what we truly believe and what we don't believe. And some of us became more determined. And my brother, if they hit you, you don't fall over. And if you fall over, you better get up and hit back. You don't stay down. You don't find a reason for failure. 
You don't find a reason. You don't resign. You don't settle. You don't say, oh, well, there's nothing I can do. Hey, there's a lot you can do. There's a lot we are going to do. We're not going to sit and look at everybody else shout about the future. We are going to engage this future with the power and the authority God gave us. So chaos presents opportunities for growth, personal self-development, creativity, self-evaluation, which is a very difficult thing for most people to do without being critical on yourself, evaluation. Who am I? What do I truly believe? How am I gonna get out of this? Where's God in all of this? It brings you closer to your maker, your creator, because He's there. Because sometimes in chaos, we feel God has abandoned us. But yet we see in Genesis, and yes, between verse 1 and 2, there's judgment. We don't have to talk about that water, judgment, the fall of uh, 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 Satan kicked out of heaven, judgment on the earth, the first flood, second flood, promised there'll never be a flood again. But God recreates something beautiful. So maybe there was something beautiful in your life and you've lost it. And that was the earth. It was beautiful before. It was destroyed. But God recreated out of this chaos, out of this destruction, God created something beautiful, something fruitful, something amazing. And I'll tell you that He will do the same for you. Something beautiful that you lost, some distant memories of joy and happiness and peace and whatever it is that you have lost. Hear me today that God is gonna restore your losses if you allow Him. God is gonna remove your darkness. If Oh, come on, say Amen, because this Word is for you this morning in Jesus' Name. So chaos presents the opportunity for you to re-evaluate your faith, your belief, your relationship with God, because chaos has a way to shake us. And um, you know, one of the things that I know from the book of Haggai, we're living in the last of the last days and there is still going to be a whole lot of shaking. There is a lot of shaking happening now but it, the shaking hasn't even begun. I'm not a prophet of doom, I'm telling you. But those that are rooted in the vine and those who are planted on the rock shall not be moved. Even though the mountains and the hills shall be removed, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. They shall not be moved. They can shake the economy. They can shake everything around you, but you will not be shaken because you are planted in the Lord. You are rooted in the rock. You are, you know who your source is in Jesus' Name. So when, when things become chaotic, and I'm not saying you cause the chaos, sometimes you do, right? Sometimes chaos is a result of life. Sometimes chaos is a result of this COVID pandemic. Sometimes chaos is a result of what somebody else does to you. Suddenly you're in a place of chaos and you say, how could this be? Don't stay there too long. Look at what is, but then focus on what can be and begin to speak to the future that God has in mind for you. You can't every time name your problem because if you name your problem, you give your problem the right to exist. So God does not talk about the darkness once. He doesn't talk about the void, the formless, the problem, the challenge He faces once. He looks at it. He's present in the situation as you should be, whether it's raising a child, 
whether it's leading a home as a single parent, whatever it is, you have to be present. And you have to stay filled with hope because He's the God of all hope. And then you have to speak to your future because every time you talk about your darkness, you put yourself back and you give darkness invasive power in your life. Uh, we created in God's image to do what? To call things that be not as though they were. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 verse 3, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. So the things appear were made of things that do not appear. By faith we understand the worlds were framed. What world? God looked at this chaotic mess, never said one thing about the chaos, never said one thing about these victimized past. Oh my word, so many South Africans talk about how they were victimized. I'm a victim, I'm a victim, I'm a victim. Somebody owes me, somebody owes me. No! If you're a child of God, you're hailed from God. You have God on the inside of you. You are created to the image of God. You have the spirit of dominion on the inside of you. And there is no human being who can keep you from your destiny. Shout amen in Jesus' name. Stop the sorry Sam mindset. I want to puke. Nobody owes you anything. Get it. The white man owes you nothing. Pastor. I want that to sink in because there's some snakes that got loose now. You know, when I started, I was told you're too young. Your hair's too long when it could grow. Because I'm a rebel. You understand? Righteous rebel. I want to qualify. Because everybody's the religious people I thought to heck with us. I don't fit the mold ever. And everything people said to me could not be done made me more determined. And every time people tried to sink me, I became more determined. And every time people betrayed me, I became more determined. Because it's not me. It's the greater one who lives on the inside of me. Come on. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells inside of you. And hey, I was created in the image of God, in the likeness of God. I'm not a victim of circumstances. I hail from God. I have the seed of greatness on the inside of me. I have the Spirit of God on the inside of me. So when I say light be, then light will be. In the name of Jesus, if I believe it, shout amen in Jesus' name. Because if you live your life as a victim, it comes out in your conversation. It comes out in a sermon you preach. It comes out in your casual conversation. Watch it. Because your words are out of order. Your thoughts are out of order. Listen, we're going to talk about it. Your thoughts are out of order. As a man thinketh, so is he. Your words are out of order. You want to see a move of God in your life? Get God's order in your mind, in your heart, in your mouth. Nobody that has money except those who inherited money made money from anything. Vision. And some of you are hijacking yourself because you're not walking in God's order. You're walking in your past. You're not walking in dominion. So chaos should, uh, chaos can also be being in the same place too long. Who wants that? My word. 
Who wants to be in the same place? Next year, same place. Three years from now, the same place. If God could get you to be progressive. I think there's nothing as demotivating as people that are not progressive. Everything about God is progressive. Everything. And if things are not working, we should not look at other people and blame them. We should look at ourselves in the image of Christ. Hey, TV audience, I love you. It's a great honor to have you with us. Please tune in every week. It's a privilege to meet you when I travel everywhere. God loves you. God has an amazing future for you. God is right there. Whatever chaos you are facing, the Spirit of God is there to bring light to your darkness. In Jesus' name, blessed future. Amen. Amen. See, pastors watching, that's how you do it. Close on the second. Thank you. It's a live TV audience. You don't leave them hanging. Um, okay, that's me. I'm back, you see. In chaos, I haven't even started yet. <laughs> I'm at page two of like 12. In chaos, you will find the Spirit of God hovering, ready to create new worlds for you. So if you're in a chaotic situation this morning, you're in a good place. I know it doesn't feel like it, but you're in a good place. You have to embrace your chaos. Ah. You have to see your chaos as an opportunity. No matter who caused the chaos. And you have to look for God in your chaos. It may be lack. It may be a dead-end street. It may be... I don't know how to pay the bills. But I want to say to you that God is there and God is waiting to create a new world in the very world that you are facing. And God is able, as He was in the beginning. It doesn't have to take six billion years as some of these evolutionists propagate. I believe in creation. I believe the Bible. I believe the Bible. I'm not going to allow the Greenpeace tree huggers to interpret the Bible for me. And I love trees as well. And I hug them as well. But I think human beings are a little bit more important than um, uh, everything else. Amen. I won't go there because just now, I mean, you know, some people, uh, certain things are a religion to them. I'm just going to do the Bible. Okay, that Jesus died for people. And that we, what we have to save our people and we have to look after our planet, but not through this foolish agenda that's propagated from the West that just wants to bring another level of control to the people of South Africa. That tell us what we can and cannot do. Why do we allow, Mr. President, politicians, why do we allow ourselves to be controlled by other powers in the world? Can anybody answer me that? If we have more resources, enough resources, but we are dictated to what we may and may not use. And God gave those resources to us for our people, for the, our people in South Africa. And our people have all the right to those resources to benefit them in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't care about an agreement you go sign in Geneva and it's to the detriment of the people of South Africa. 
Because those people care nothing about our poor people. As a matter of fact, more people died of dysentery than of any other disease in Africa, like uh, 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 hundreds of thousands. Poverty, those are the issues. Put your stupid agenda on us. So um, if things are chaotic, you better get ready for God to do something. I'm going to finish now. To do something great in your life. Say great. Say it. Get ready for God to bring new order. New order. That means, and we're going to talk about this. The old thoughts have to go quickly. Quick, quick, quick. The old way of seeing things. The, the conversations you are having. The words you are speaking. That are out of line with God's word. Has to stop. God's not going to move if you violate His principles. It doesn't work like that. Spirit of God and, 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 and the Word of God are always together. You can't separate one from the other. You can't violate the Word and expect the Spirit of God to operate. No. Spirit of God was there in the beginning, hovering, and then God said, let there be. And the Spirit of God, whoosh, the Ruach, the wind of God, the power of God, the breath of God, move whoosh, and create it. Six days, God created everything. 24-hour periods, God created. Because God is God. I said God is God. God doesn't need help. God doesn't need time. God is infinite. God can do whatever He wants to in an instant. If there is supernatural acceleration, you are going to get it in the presence of God. But you're going to have to step closer to God. You're going to have to get a fresh word from God and make up your mind to believe what God says, no matter how you feel. Stop voicing your feeling. Stop voicing your chaos. Stop nursing, cursing and rehearsing your past. Get up and go into the future that God has for you and you will see the Ruach, the wind of God, the breath of God will go before you and God will split your Red Sea and you will pass over your problem on safe ground in Jesus' Name. The enemy you saw you will see no more because God will go before you and God will deliver you with a mighty shout. Somebody say Amen in Jesus' Name. To get ready for God to bring new order, His kingdom order, I want to say it. To every chaotic situation in your life, get ready for God to bless you and to enlarge you. Get ready for supernatural acceleration, God's way. Not your way. That means at the start of this year, we are going to step aside, step out, step up, whatever it takes, and we are going to distance ourselves from our situation as God did. He looked at the darkness, although He was in that world of chaos, emptiness, voidness. Is there a word like that? Not. Then I create it. Because I'm like God. If God said the carpet is pink, it would be. You understand that? So, I'm not talking about foolishness. I'm saying how God created. He looked at things. And you can dwell on your past. You can dwell on your hurt. You can dwell on your mistakes till kingdom comes. I'm going to help you. You can look at everything that's wrong and the challenges you face. And they're real. The darkness was real. The emptiness was real. The waste land was real. Everything is real. The barrenness, whatever it is. But Ezekiel, God brings him up out of the valley and he sets him above the valley. And he says, son of man, can these bones live? He says, God, you know. Then God says, now do your part. 
you prophesy. You speak to those bones. You call the breath of God, the Ruach, the breath of God. You call the breath of God. You speak the breath. Oh, come on. You speak the breath of God over your husband, over your child. You no longer tell your child what's wrong with him. You no longer tell your wife what's wrong with her. You no longer tell people around you what's wrong with him. You begin to talk to their future. You begin to bring kingdom order with the words that God puts in your mouth. And you are going to see as you speak the Word of God, the Spirit of God that is hovering is going to come and God's going to create a whole new world for you in 2023. If you believe it, shout Amen. Come out, say it with faith and confidence in Jesus' name. Order. 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 Not the order the judge is wanting, but God's order. Order. God's kingdom order. Not by might nor by power, but by the Holy Ghost. God's going to bring order to your life, order to your mind, order to your situation, order order to your world. God's kingdom order in the name of Jesus Christ. We're going to see it. Say amen in Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 What a word. Even if I have to say so myself, what a word. Amen, preacher. Good to listen to you. <laughs> I actually listen to myself, by the way, because I speak by the Spirit of God. I listen to myself while I preach. I don't say it vain, I say it factually. Order. Where do we begin? Well, your life with God. If that's not right, nothing else will be. Next. Not a Sunday experience or every now and again, read your Bible, giving God His rightful place in your life. Letting go of your disorder. Because what do we want to do as people? We want to fix ourselves. Can we know? By grace you are saved through faith. It's a gift of God, not a man, lest anyone should boast. Anything that we receive comes from God, by the Spirit of God. So no matter where you are, what you've done, it's the beginning of a new year. Get your life in order with God. Not you do it. You allow God to bring order, which is salvation and freedom and forgiveness. Because if you are bound spiritually, there's no way you can experience what God has in mind for you. It starts with giving Him everything. That's where order begins. Surrendering your life to Jesus Christ. I don't care what you've done, how many times you've done, how far you backslid. I don't say you did, but if you did, it's okay. Chaos. Whatever you went through recently, you're in the presence of God this morning. The Spirit of God is here. And John 16 tells us that He's here to convict us of the need of Jesus Christ. Without Jesus, you are not venturing into this year that God has for you. Not religiously. In John chapter 3, Jesus said to Nicodemus, Nicodemus comes and says, I'm impressed by all the miracles. No one can do this except you with God. You come from God. He says, no, 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 no. Let's cut through the chase. Unless a man is born again, he'll never see the kingdom of God. You'll never understand the order of God and the way God operates and works unless you are born again. I want every head bowed, every eye closed. No one moving now. I know the kids are here and I know some of you have your hands full and I appreciate you bringing them to church, please. 
My mother used to pinch me in church. So you have the right now to pinch your child, okay? They did worse than that. They wore those big hats. How I many of you remember that with a pin? And that pin was there for one reason, to stick it up, not up your bum, in your bum. Amen? Jy het geweet, opel. Hier kom hy nou. So, maybe we should get the hats back. back. Every head bowed, every eye closed, no one moving. In every church that we have watching today. The thousands in Bloemfontein, in Johannesburg, here in Pretoria, Port Elizabeth, Polokwane, wherever you are this morning, God is there. And He's brooding over you with love and affection, calling you to come home. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how far you've strayed away from God. Today you can come back. Someone brought you to church this morning and it's the Holy Spirit. And some of you need a new beginning, a restart. Give God His first place in your life again. It's the best way to start this year. So while every head is bowed, every eye closed, you're sitting out today, you say, Pastor, if I died, I don't think I'll go to heaven. Or maybe at one time you served God, but you've grown cold and you've wandered away from Him. This morning you want to come back. This morning you want to surrender your life to Jesus. Or you're sitting out today, you say, I need a fresh start with God. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Then I want to pray for you, please. While every head is bowed, every eye closed, people praying in all our churches, right where you are, the floor, the balcony, wherever you are, There's a stirring in your heart. Jesus is knocking at your heart, wanting to walk with you. All you have to do is open that door and say yes to Jesus. This morning, right where you are, I want to pray for you. While every head is bowed, you say, Pastor, that's me. I need a fresh start with God. I need a reset, a new beginning. Then I want to pray for you this morning. If that's your desire, quietly, wherever you are, just slip your hand up. I want to say a prayer for you. Quickly, all over this place. Raise it up high. High, high, high. All over this place. God bless you. God bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Raise it up. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Bless you. God bless you. Raise it up. Oh, come on. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. There's many hands everywhere. God bless you. Bless you. Bless you. All over this place. Jy sit hier vanochtend, vergeet die mense om jou man. Jy weet, ek het een ding geleer, ek gaan enig voor jy alleen staan. En uh, vandag praat God in jou hart, jy die besluit om te neem, om, om recht te maak. Ja, daar is nie ander woord vir dit nie. Om God sy rechtmatige plek te gee in jou leven. Is al wat jy moet doen, hy sal die werk doen. Hy red jou, hy vergeef jou, hy was jou. Jy sit hier vanochtend, daar is nog hy voeling in jou hart, jy weet God praat met jy, het nog jy hand opgetel nie. Tel jy hand van nog op, sublief, ek wil jou sien, ek wil vir jou bid. Onbeskam, tel hem op, tel hem op. Dankie daar, dankie, dankie. God sien jy, daar boe, God sien jy, God sien jy allemaal. Amen. Amen, ok. Thank you. Put your hand on your heart, pray this, pray with me, say Jesus, I give you my life, I accept you today as my Lord and Savior, I believe with all my heart. You died for all my sin. You paid the price for me. I believe you rose from the grave. I believe you are alive. I surrender my life to you. Thank you for a new beginning. Thank you for a new life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. What an honor. We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate 
and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.